0: Welcome to WFUV's What's What? It's Thursday, November
1: 17th. What's What? is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And
0: includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Leah Mallory. And I'm Jaya Joyce. Now let's see what's what in the city. Part-time faculty at the New School in Manhattan
1: have gone on strike. Yesterday afternoon, about 200 protesters met at the corner of 5th Avenue and 14th Street, demanding better wages for adjunct professors. Adjunct
0: staff claim that administrators have been consistently paid more than them and that they've not been given
1: raises in four years. The university has not yet met the faculty's requests. They have offered a 3.5% wage increase in an attempt to compromise. The bargaining team
0: at the institution continues to work toward a better compromise that respects adjunct faculty and preserves a healthy learning environment for students. Strikes will also impact Starbucks on one of its busiest days of the year. Today's the company's annual Red Cup Day, where customers
1: can get reusable cups along with their holiday drinks. However, workers in over 100 locations across the U.S., including New York, will be walking out to demand higher wages, better scheduling, and increased staffing. Starbucks workers campaigned to unionize the
0: company last year. This walkout will be the largest labor action since. At base food delivery workers in New York City may soon start making a higher minimum wage. Yesterday, the city's Department of Consumer and Worker Protection proposed that the estimated 60,000 workers who use apps like DoorDash or Grubhub make at least $23.82 an
1: hour. The proposal is the nation's first minimum pay rate for app-based food delivery workers. There will be a public hearing on December 16th. The Concealed Carry Improvement Act
0: is fully reinstated in New York. That rule prevents people from having guns in certain public areas and outlines requirements for permits.
1: However, multiple sections of the law were temporarily blocked by a federal judge from the Northern District of New York, saying that it violated the Second Amendment. The legislation has faced eight lawsuits since its start in September,
0: but on Tuesday, a three-judge panel hit pause on the judge's block, and it's now back in full
1: effect. Nearly one year after her death, Joan Didion's estate sale brought in almost $2 million. The auction was held yesterday in New York City with over 200 items up for grabs. All proceeds will go towards Parkinson's research in patient care at Columbia University and the Sacramento Historical Society to benefit young women writers.
0: Singer-songwriter Solange Knowles is curating the lineup for Brooklyn Academy
1: of Music's 2023 Spring Music Series. Knowles will be picking all the pieces, performances, and artists to be in the series, which will take place across several theaters owned by the Academy.
0: The series aims to honor the intergenerational and genre-spanning impact of
1: artists with the lineup, which is expected to be announced soon. And now we've got WFUV's Andrew Canary to take us into the world of sports.
2: Yeah, a ton is going on in the sports world. The Jets have a game this Sunday, and the Giants are gearing up for their Thanksgiving game against the Cowboys next Thursday. But what I really want to talk about are the MLB awards this week. Every year after the postseason wraps, the Baseball Writers Association gets together and votes on awards like MVP and Best Pitcher, which is called the Cy Young Award. Well, yesterday the Cy Young winners were announced and it was a huge comeback for this year's American League recipient Justin Verlander. Verlander is Houston's ace and came back in style this year after forfeiting his 2021 season due to Tommy John surgery. On the National League side, Marlins starter Sandy Alcantara was this year's winner after clocking in Nolan Ryan-esque performances throughout the season. But tonight at 6 p.m. is the announcement for both the NL and AL MVP. In the National League, it seems like the Cardinals' Paul Goldschmidt is favored to win the award, but in the American League, things aren't so sure. The race is between Yankees' Aaron Judge, who had a historical season, breaking the single-season home run record, and the Angels' two-way player Shohei Otani. It's an extremely close race in the AL, so fans from both cities are excited to see who gets the coveted award. For WFEV Sports, I'm Andrew Crenary.
0: Thanks, Andrew. I had the opportunity to sit down with Dr. Jessica Sessions, Population Health Director at the Acacia
1: Network. Jaya and Dr. Sessions discuss the organization's efforts in caring for newly arrived migrants in New York.
0: So who are the asylum seekers that the Acacia Network is currently helping to house?
3: Yeah, so the asylum seekers that we have been helping are, are you know, they're from many different countries. Um, most are from Venezuela. So most of our families are coming from venezuela but we also have families that are coming from ecuador colombia honduras but the majority are really from the area of venezuela
0: what services are you connecting
3: them to so we have staff that are at the housing facilities currently and they are really connecting with these families to then try to connect them to sort of on the ground services so those are like your churches and your community-based organizations that are sort of working with the immigrants to provide a lot of the resources such as um, clothing um you know backpacks help like getting around um but we have staff on the ground in the shelters that are also doing like mental health screenings so they're doing A depression screening and anxiety screening just trying to find those patients that might be feeling really depressed or really stressed and we're also connecting them to primary care so those families that need medical attention we're providing transportation for them to get to our health center so we have been seeing lots and lots of children um, and basically doing blood work and making sure they they have vaccines if they don't have vaccine records, which most of them don't. We're trying to get those school forms completed, and that way they can get registered into school and start school as soon as possible.
0: Can you talk to me about the housing facilities?
3: You know, there's many different housing sites. I know the two that we've been working most closely with are hotels that have sort of been converted into Um, housing sites. So the hotels which have been converted into um, sort of like a a residence. So in in those um, hotels, they have a room, they have access to food. Um, Some rooms have a refrigerator, some do not. Um, They don't really have facilities to cook. Um, And so that has been, you know, a challenge for the families because they are being provided food. But the food, it's a major culture shock for them. It's not food that they're used to. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the kids are having, you know, digestive issues. Um, But it is a warm roof over their head. And, you know, most families, when you talk to them, they are very grateful to be in New York. Um, What we've heard is that, you know, they feel very welcomed here. And they are really, you know challenge to get around because the city is like a maze to someone who hasn't been here before but because of all the, the resources that we've been able to connect them with you know they are starting to adjust to the change.
0: Is the organization doing anything to help set them up for you know long-term settlement?
3: Yeah um you know I, I think that's that's really remains to be seen for sure. I mean what I can tell you is like um not necessarily up to us but yes some of these families are sort of getting relocated from the hotels to other shelters um and that's which is also like difficult because they're getting you know families and, and and relationships are sort of getting families are getting separated sometimes and i mean like you know two sisters like in different families but again that sense of like my sister's here with me or my brother's here with me and now they're getting moved to a different place
0: for more information, you can visit AcaciaNetwork.org. I'm Jaya Joyce with WFUV
1: News. That was my co host WFUV's Jaya Joyce talking with Dr. Jessica Sessions from the Acacia Network. WFUV's Community Dialogues is a
0: program for frank discussion about race, racism, and racial justice. For full episodes of Community Dialogues, visit WFUVNews.org. And that's our show for
1: today. I'm Jaya Joyce. And I'm Leah Mallory. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find
0: WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.